Good morning, Daf Sadiches on the Dadaf. We were, we'll just quickly finish, finish off this uh, Tosfos on the top of Sadiches on the Dadaf. So Tosfos wanted to know um, why we couldn't put the the uh, the Kroshim, the beams. Which, by the way, just before we go on, because we've been talking about this, the Shem Shmuel, the Shem Shmuel, the Salonim Rebbe, he's got a piece in Pashnot where he talks about. He says the Nisim Nisim, which must have been involved in the uh, in the Zagodos movement. You know. So it's just, you know, as, as we said, there are 48 of these beams. These beams were each, a, you know, 10 armors by one and a half armors by one armor, right? That's 12 on each, on, on each wagon. Then, remember, you've got another nine beams, which are the ones, the Kiroshim for the, for the Parochas and the, and the, uh, the Mosla for the beginning, yeah, the, at the front. Also, 10 by one, right? So another two on each, on each wagon. And then you've got the 60 beams from the Chotza as well. And each of those was one armor, you know, uh, width, depth, whatever it is. But the height was either five or it could have been 15. So you think about it being 15 armors. And then you divide that between all the, between the four wagons. That's another 15 beams. Right? And you've got putting all of this, you've got eight, eight uh, animals. So how, how did that work? The answer is that there was a ruach, there was a ruach sort of lifting them. Which he says is is in many ways is a yeah it was a bigger show. He says that's why then because when the Nasiim brought that goddess, Moshe didn't want to take them. He thought it's better Bakosi if you saw it, they should carry it on their shoulder. What was the Nasiim's kavanah? You see, because when you when you carry things on your shoulder, because there's so many of them carrying it, you have so many people. People may say, you look, you know, it's heavy, but uh, you know they're strong people. Etc. There's so many of them. People don't notice. It doesn't stand out immediately. The Nasiim involved. But when you've got that goddess, you can see there's eight animals putting all these beams, huge, humongous beams. You can see it must be there's something, something uh, sort of giving, giving them that, that, uh, that lift. And he just finishes off with, with a nice little day. He says, remember, all of us are in Mishkan. He says, a person should never take the attitude that it's impossible for me to do. Because he says, just like the goddess, we're given, Oren as well. We're given that lift. He says, so too, there's nothing impossible. You do your best and our Kodesh Baruch Hu will give you, give you the, the lift. You know, nothing's, nothing's impossible. So, but I, I just thought, saw that uh, uh, reference to that, so I looked it up because of what you were, you know, what we were talking about the other day. How it, must, it must have been in this. In this. Did the Adonim and the ropes and the curtains also go on the Agavis? Or were they carried? Um, well, the, what, the no, they probably also would have. You don't see any, uh, you know. Obviously, Kohl spent on their shoulders, but Gershon uh, and Marori it says that they went on, they went on one. But it, it depends. You've got to see which parts are Gershon, which ones are which ones are Marori, right? But, um, but potentially anything else also would have gone on there. And there was cross bolts going through them, right? The Briach as well, yeah. Again, I don't know how heavy those would have been. It depends how thick they were, and but yeah. I mean, again, it's going to add to the weight. So, I mean, obviously, the beams were the heaviest part there. Okay, so what what uh, what Tos was, uh, was was trying to explore here is, according to the Mandal Oman that said that the the beams they tapered, so why couldn't we do it? Get six on there, right, and do it uh, basically, you know, head to toe, and then you'd have lobbers. In which case, even that Mandal Oman is, is is problematic. So he said yesterday, first, the answer we saw was that you can't do a head to toe because it's a bizarre. And then we spoke about, spoke about the, the, uh, 
halachic uh, ramifications, which sort of are, we can derive from that. But just, Tosus gives a couple of other answers to that. We're up to Rabbeinu Tam Tiretz. It's uh, about halfway through that. Tosus, the line begins with Ve'ema Ridan. Line begins with Ve'ema Ridan as well. Yeah, got that about eight lines down in the narrow lines in Tosus. Yeah? Yeah, so t- it says Rabbeinu Tam Tiretz. <coughs> the Rabbeinu Tam gives a different Tiretz. The Chemosh HaYupokin is on Mishkan. The way they took them down from the Mishkan, it's just a practical thing. That's the way they put them on the Agolo. Which was next to the wall of the Mishkan. Because they'd be able to do that without a major Tircha. But to have to turn every second one round, would involve a major Tircha and they wouldn't have done that. Right? They wouldn't have done that to put it head to toe. The, the Rishi says, who says they tapered right from the bottom? This is what we, somebody, I think Dr. Farah was asking about yesterday, if somebody was, or maybe it was you, right? That, uh, who, did they taper from the bottom? So the Reese says, maybe they didn't. Maybe they only tapered from halfway up. Yes, in other words, they were uniform up to halfway, and then the last five hours they tapered to, to an expert. In which case, work it out now, there's no way you can, obviously there's no way you could do it. There's no way you could do it by putting head to toe. It just wouldn't work. Um, I mean, you could, but you'd gain nothing. Vim um, So this just finishes off. You may ask, At the end of the day, how do you know that we should learn from the part which was not roofed? Yeah? Because we're saying, let, let's say, fine, I've, I've got it at, at a distance, there's no lava there, Right? So you see that there was a part of the Argolis which weren't roofed. So therefore, somebody who carries in a Rosh Hashanah, which is Mukura, he is, he's part of it. It's not any of the in Midbar. What do you mean? But part of the wagons were roofed. So you'll say, oh, but we're talking about the parts of the wagons which were not roofed. Who says? If you're learning it from the Mishkan, or the way it was done in the Mishkan, right? So why don't you learn from the roof part? You have roof part and you have non-roof part. So it should be both parts, No. What, who says you should choose and say, no, it's got to be similar to the non-roof part? Why? Let's say it should be part similar to the part which is roofed. It was all there in the Mishkan. It's a bit like me saying, you know, when it comes to 39 Malachas, well, I'll learn for that Malachas. That Malachas, I know it was down in the Mishkan, but that one we won't include. Even though it's a Choshman Malachas, we just won't include it. Yeah? I mean, why? Why would you say that? Yeah? That makes sense? Yeah. So, Nedim and Amakura Shabbat, the Yamavit Aladam is precious, Amakura Chayev. The Yishloim answers Tosfus, Domino Avir, Yishlon Ulomoid, Shadem Yesel Rishasarabim. At the end of the day, we're talking about Rishasarabim. Look, if you've got a choice between learning the Makura or the Ena Makura, if there was only Makura there, then 100% we'd have to agree that Makura. But at the end of the day, I've got a choice between the two. Chazal decided the one which was more similar to Rosh Hashanah that was the pure, purest Rosh Hashanah that's the one we'll take. But Vario, this is an interesting one. The Ri says, We're not learning the Rosh Hashanah from the wagons. We learn it from the Machan Leviyot. As we said earlier, right? We had it on the beginning of the parak, right? It's like the base. That's how we learned about Chetzal. They were bringing all the all the uh, the various donations to the Machan Aleviyah, correct? That was the Tzana Hachanosah. So, 
we're bringing from here is the width of the Rosh Hashanah. That's all we're going to learn from here. Dabi Yudvol Abba said it's 16 Amas. Umikol Mokam, nevertheless, he loved the Tachten of an Emisiden Rosh Hashanah. Unless you can show me the Tachten of an Emisiden Rosh Hashanah, we wouldn't learn the share of the Rosh Hashanah. See, in other words, we're not coming here to define the properties of Rosh Hashanah. We're learning one thing and one thing only, and that is, once there is a Rosh Hashanah with the wagons, then I can learn the width of the Rosh Hashanah from there. But already from the Machan from there I learn that it's in the Makura. Now, if you want to learn Mimonashach, where do you learn the 16 armors wide from? From the Agolis. See, if the Agolis were Makura, then that shows that obviously you're, you're holding that Makura is also Chayef. And either we're not learning it from the Machan as we thought, we're learning from the Agolis, or more likely that, okay, the Machan wasn't roofed, but roofed or, ain't, or not roofed doesn't make a difference. But once I can show you that the Agolos were maybe partly roofed, but partly not roofed, then I can say, you know, the, the, the Rosh Hashanah, the concept of the Rosh Hashanah we learned from Machan and Levi'ah, it doesn't have to be roofed. And the 16 Amis, I'm learning from the part of the wagons which were not roofed. And therefore there's no steer whatsoever, there's no contradiction. Why was there 16 not roofed? Because I've got the whole way along, which is not roofed. Other than maybe you've got a little, a little bit of a thing there, but... Because the frame, the frame of the Agola. Slightly more than 16 hours with two, two Agolas. That's, that's still, still to come in the Gemara. You'll see, you see it's not. Because we take off two on each one. It's, it's, the, Gemara, the Gemara will explain how you get to the 16 later. That's, that's what I was asking. What do you mean? Get to the 16. That, that's, that's, we, haven't, we haven't got to that yet. We'll, we'll come in the Gemara. Yeah? Fine. So that's that's that thesis. Back into the Gemara now. So the Gemara now. So remember where are we holding? We are holding with according to the Manzo Omar that it was uniform, right? It was an Amor deep and one and a half Amor's width all the way up the beam. So why in the world, if you put it on the width, on the width, so you'd fit three beams on, and you'd have gaps of one and a half to walk in. If you do it on its on the depth. You do four beams along, and you'd have gaps of two to But either way, you've got lovers. So in which case, the Agolis are going to be Makura. So what's the answer? Says the Gemara, Omar Rav Kahana. Says Rav Kahana, two, the, the, right, the two lines from the bottom there, Omar Rav Kahana, Ba'atbe. We're talking about, I'm just going with Rashi for the time being, with the Tabois. That's the first Pshat Rashi. We'll, we'll see Rashi got another Pshat as well, but with the Tabois. Remember, the beams had taboys, didn't they? At the top and the bottom. Well, actually, a third of the way up, and, you know, a quarter of the way up, and a. Yeah? For the bricking to Yes. That was where the, the bricking went through, correct. Yeah? So. Um, yeah. So now the the point is like this: if you have these beams with the with the um, with the rings, so now you can't have them going like you wanted to say one, two, three, four, right? Why? Because it's going to be the the uh, the rings are going to get in the way. 
right? The rings, the rings are going to get are going to get in the way. Especially if the rings were jutting out quite a bit, you won't have enough. Remember, your gap is only two to four, right? Correct? Yeah, not the further. No, they would be if this if this is your beam, you'd have a ring sticking out like that. Yeah. So if you put this on the thing like that, and you want to put another one there, you're going to have to leave a gap. The ring will be next to each That's other. right. The rings are going to be either next to each other. How are you going to do it? So what would you do? What's the most practical thing to do? Yeah, you put them up and down. Huh? Either have the ring up in there, but we're going to say that that's not what they did. Or up and down. Is it not in line with each other? Right, that, that Russia would ask after is why they couldn't, didn't do that. But there's another thing, and that's what we're saying they did do, and that is, you put them at either end of the Argoda, meaning to say, you have two beams next to each other at one end, and two beams at the other end. You turn one with the ring facing outwards, and one with the ring facing inwards, and then they can go right up next to each other, and so to the other end. So now what's going to be the gap? The rings are not going to close up. You're not going to make it Makura, by the way, right? So what's going to be the gap between in the middle? You're going to have a whole armor. Because the two beams at one end take up two armors. Two beams at the other end take up another two armors. And it's five armors long. So you've got a gap of one armor. That's more than Lovud. In which case, now you've got a Rosh Hashanah machine and Makura there. Okay? Yeah, is that clear? Yes? No? No? Okay. You've got your beams. I don't really want to open this, but... Imagine these are my beams, right? Not those two in the middle, yeah? Now, each of them... I don't know how, uh, how much these rings protruded, so... Well, we you've learnt... still be equally spaced. You've learnt, you've, learnt, you've learnt today that obviously they're more than two to four up. And I'm sure Howard would be worried about the fact as well that they get, if they, you know, they start getting knocked and things like that, it's also going to get damaged. If they get knocked and they start getting uh, you know, bent out of shape and things like that. But I don't, I don't even know if we have to go into that. Obviously, they were two to four at least. Right? So, in which case, what would you do? This is my wagon. If the, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? It's the, uh, the rings. Put them all like this. The rings were facing all in this direction. So then you'd have to leave a nice gap between this one and this one. And between this one and... You're right. You wouldn't be able to get your four on there. So what's the most practical thing to do? The answer is, put two at this end, two at this end. This one, the ring will be facing this way. And this one, the ring will be facing this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, is that clear? And so two at this end. Which means you've got two at this end now, two at this end, you've got a gap in the middle. And that gap will be a, an armor. Yeah, is that clear? So you don't have lovers, you've got something without a roof there, and that's it. Okay? So the Gemara then asks, it says, but so where did you put literally the rings? But Ash says, in other words, where, where did those rings there? But we said that in, even before we'd taken the rings into account, we said that they were never much touching each other. Now we're saying they are. Because there's, there's a reason to do that. Again, if you were, I think the difference is as well, if you were going to try and get five on, forget the rings for a second, five on, we wouldn't do that, because that's too much sumsum. 
So once you're not putting on five, you're putting on four, it makes sense to, to spread them. But now we've got a reason not to spread them. But we're not going to try and squeeze as many, you know, all of them all the way along. I think that's the main point. In other words, you probably wouldn't leave it right at the end either. So you put it in slightly or something like that. But it, you'll still have more, more than three to bottom gap. So, or at least three to bottom. So, so the Gemara asks, but where do you put this space of those rings? As we said, on top of the Agola. But Agola Kufo Mukura Aboy. You still haven't answered anything. You've answered Beinayan. You've answered Tadayan. But you haven't answered Tachtayan. Because Agola itself had a roof. Rashi says, because Agola had underneath. It would have had things. Like, like uh, Agola's to Rashi says that you put stones and sand in and things like that. It has a base. So I got, forget the beams for a second. The Agola itself has a roof. Right? This is the way Rashi learned it. Which is. Should be a little bit of a. Dr. Friend has raised that point for us whether it was a platform or whether it was just a frame. Oh no, so, so that, that, that's, that's the Gemara already. The Gemara answers that on the top of the Tzadik Chesam and base, Omar Shmuel, so Shmuel said, be a Seydos. It didn't have a base, it was just a frame. That's what it was. So the only thing which would be creating a roof here would be the beams, and now that we've shown you that the beams were put at either end, to either end, that if you had a space in the middle where there was no roof, and that's what we're learning from. That's it. Okay? That question, though, is quite a difficult question. What, should, what was the hub minute to say it was roofed? We haven't entertained that until now. If you get what I'm getting at, then very good. If not, wait till we see Tosus. So, take a look at Rashi. There's a nice long Rashi here. Omar Ab Kahana, but Atbe. They have done it. If you've got a beam that's so big and heavy, they don't even really have created any more stability. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, remember that Adonim also were so high. Oh, really that big? An armor. An armor is uh, 50, right. okay, not quite, uh, I'm exaggerating a little bit. An armor is a good, well, depending on what you're taking, but 50 centimetres. It's a 10% of it. And then you've got, you've got the, uh, the what you call it there. You, it, it's just to hold it at the bottom. You're right. Oh, that on its own would definitely not hold it. You've got, it's, it's, it's that high. It's, you know, this wide. So then, again, we've got these pictures. Like they're, they're big, big wider. And you've got two of them, right? You know, and then you've got, uh, you've got the brichim going through three brichim as well. And then at the top, you've got rings to connect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then remember, it's interlocked with, uh, with the thing on this side as well, which also adds a little bit of stability. Once you've got a corner with it. That's what I mean, that's what I mean, yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, so, so, so Rashi says, Omar Rab Ba'at Be. Yeah, have you got that? It's uh, on Sadi Ches on the Dalaf, back on Sadi Ches on the Dalaf. Uh, and you're probably looking about 20 lines up or so. Line begins with the word Ba'at Be. Bit further down. Yeah? It means in the space between the sides of the of the beams. where the rings were fixed to them. That's what Rav was talking about. meaning to say. It's impossible to put four um, four sort of um, piles of of karoshim. Get the Kamat as you as you have said. You can't do it the way you've said, in other words, four with gaps in between. You can't do it like that. Why? The Vishatabois Kabu in Bikrosh. You want to have four four sort of sets of beams, 
with two two tefachim in between each one, you can't do that because the tabois were fixed the karashim onto the onto the karashim. Because it's written, "There's taboisayim ta'aseh zahav," and there rings you should make out of gold. Into which he would, they would stick the the uh, the brichim, right? They put the the bolts, right, all the way through. The fishein gavois, because obviously, as we've noted by now, the the karashim were very high. And when they're just sitting, if they were just sitting on the sockets, which were only an amor in height, only 10% of it, they're going to start moving in and out. They're going to, so you can't have that. Just, so rather you have these bolts, which joined all of them together. And then you had the middle buriyah, which went through the, in, right, through the middle. That actually, uh, through a nace, went all the way round. There's one briach which went, bent all the way around, which is a nace. Right? I don't know if all Rosh Hashanah that, but there are zikha, there are, there are maybe in Medrashim like that, that it went all the way round. It's a nace. Right? Um, so that joined all the three uh, directions together. When Machzikin Zerzen held them together, but those tabloids and those rings, Zukufin are you. They were not as protruding, they were sticking out, but those Sheikhvin. And they weren't sort of uh, literally lying down. In other words, they actually protruded. V'hoyu rechovin, and they were quite wide. Therefore, you can't have the karoshim one next to each other in that space. Um, sorry, you... Uh, no, the, the, the two rings, that's right. You can't have the two rings in that space. Therefore, you would put two karoshim, this one next to each other, at the end... What, at one end of that bottle, and you'd turn the side of the tabas of the outer beam outwards, and the inner one inwards, in which case you didn't really need to leave a space between them. And so to the other end of the, the second end of the agolo, right? And the, the amor, the whole amor of, of a gap would be in the middle, between the sides of the taboys. So that's the way my rabbis explain it. And this is what they were going to say. And on that we ask, where were the, uh, the taboys? And they were the taboys. And they said this. And they explain it is like this. The rings. Right, the word atbe is kamo taboe is like the word taboes. Right, atbe is like taboe. Uparchin and we ask, hamach ravchod atbe that gap of the taboes hechomonachlu where would it be placed? Agavod the agolo on top of the agolo. Kedipirish as we've explained either end. Vatinach tzidein. In which case, very nice you have answered tzidein ubeinein. But right, rishus rabin is a rishus rabin. Elo tachtein hechi havi rishus rabin. But the tachtein. How is that a Rosh Hashanah? Ha Agola Gufa Mukuravoy, but the Agola itself was roofed. The Kosaka died because we think at this point Shoyasuyas Kaliyah that the wagons were made like an Aliyah Milamato. There's maybe a slight change in the gears, but I'll just right Milamato. In other words, below Koisan Shelonu. In other words, you'd you'd have a a uh, thing underneath a roof underneath, call it a roof, and then you'd put things on top. So it's like putting it in an, in an attic. That you put inside them, you put uh, uh, sand and, and offer for, for building purposes. That's what we thought. So in which case we said, well, anyway, there's a roof. So to which we say, Meaning, 
They weren't roofed underneath. They just had actually pegs, right? Meaning, uh, with a gap between them, like those of ours, so our serious lobby is to bring a wood. And all that's just a prey. Velim Nera, says Rashi, that's the way my Rebbe is explaining it. I think, Pirish, the, 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 the word, the uh, Atzbe, the word Atzbe is Kamoi Atzbe. It's not Atzbe, it's Atzbe. And it's like the Atzbe de Safri. It's like the Atzbe de Safri. What's that? Ha'om of Menachis, which you'll find in Menachis. Vuhu Guluan Belaz. It's a Guluan in, in French. What is that? Shemavakia Makel Echod. You take a, you take a piece of, uh, uh, you know, a stick, and you cut into it, you split it, Baroshe. At the top, and then you can clip together pages of a of a contrast, what we'd call a safety clip, uh, uh, not a safety pin, uh, uh, a yeah, no, that sort of thing. But uh, you know, um, paper clip, paper clip, right? Paper clip. That's the word, right. Effectively, it's like a paper clip, but it's just a more simplified version. It's you simply open it right right at the top, and therefore you can just clip the pages. But because most of the way down, it's it's one piece. Therefore, that holds it all together. It doesn't open all the way. Right? And this is what Rav Kahn was then saying. The Pshat is still the same, but it's just how you touch the word Atbe. But Atbe, meaning, He wouldn't leave a space between each Seder of beams, as you've said. Now, this time for a different reason. Not because of the Taboys. We're not talking about the Taboys. It's because, remember, you have three beams in each Seder, Correct? Besides any other beams that they're going to have to put on. But you've got already three of the Karashim in each. You've got 12 on each. 12 on each Agado. Divide it into four sets. So it's going to be three high. And, uh, Each beam, remember, the width of the beam, which is going, now going to be the height of your, of your Seder, is going to be one and a half Amos. Okay? When you add three beams together, that's going to make it four and a half Amos. Okay? One half hours is already two, it's over two meters. Yeah? Ume shove kotze. And it's sitting on a relatively small base. Shu amo shalovi, which is just an amo of the depth. So it's sitting on a, on a, on a base of an amo, but it's sticking up in the air. And you've got all these beams, and as that goddess go, what's going to happen? You're going to, and remember, by the way, that was another thing. So you're going on sand. I think somebody mentioned that the other day. It was sand. But forget, forget the, um, the cattle. Seems a bit too heavy for the axle for the width of the wagon itself. I suppose it may depend on what it, how, how thick that was, but yeah, and a khrami, and a khrami. The whole thing must have been an ace. You're right. So unless it was like an ama thick, the base, to have four and a half, four and a half. Yeah, tall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without it snapping. Yeah, I agree. Perhaps they had, you know, architectural uh, engineers there to to make sure. This, you know, but I'm saying, yeah, I'm the whole thing was a was was a clear nace. So Vesuloi, um, and it was nothing more than that. So no They're just going to collapse as you start moving. They're all going to start moving. So what do you do to solve that problem, or at least partially? You know, it may still be a nace, but el moshiv shteishurish shol sholish shnayim or Shalish Shalish, the, the Rishash said it should say. What you do is you have two rows of three and three, one next to each other, because then they at least support each other a little bit. Yeah? So instead of just having one pile, one very narrow pile, you have two very narrow piles, but up against one another. That's now, Kamin Atbe, now it's like the Atbe. 
Sheshtet Tzaloiz Ho'atbo, that the two, um, Tzaloiz means like the two parts, two ribs literally, but right, the two parts of the Atve, yeah? Um, Selah Mishnah, yeah, it comes from the words Selahs and the, yeah. Okay, whatever you want to call it, two sides of the Atba, Smuchus Zuluzu, are right next to each other, right? On your safety pin, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, paper clip sort of thing, They're, because it's, you've got the tension holding it together there. So, so to these, these uh, beams, they may have been two, two, separate, uh, two separate piles, but they were right up one, one, one against the other. Maybe the rings on either end, which were facing outwards, could have had something went through. Could have. Yeah. That would give it a little bit more stability. And if you want to say that the thing that went through the centre of the Berechim wasn't one, but there was several of them, you could have just put them Well, even, even if there wasn't, I suppose you could have things for travelling that you just put through. Yeah, less wobbly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So now you've got the base of the of the uh, of the seder. It effectively becomes two amas. So we did at the other end of the wagon. And like we said, the the gap in the middle would be that that armor would be in the middle. Where do you put the kroshim? On top of the agola. But the God itself was was uh, roofed. And, and in which case you've answered to the but you haven't answered. You haven't answered Tachtei, and the British as I've explained. Well, the Loshen Rabbi say, according to the Loshen of my Rebbe's, Ein Loshen Hakirus and Nerek Pirushim. The Loshen of the Gemara doesn't seem to go like their Pirush. Velama Huskru Oisam Taboys Khan. Why? Why are we mentioning those Taboys? Lishal Chufinu Likroshim Shibeshnei Sidorim. Right? Why don't we? Somebody mentioned this before. Sorry, I don't remember who, but. Oh, sorry. This uh, Mr. Goldschalk said before. Why couldn't you? If your only problem is because of the the taboys getting in the way of one another. Yeah? So, don't have them parallel sort of thing. Have one a little bit higher and one a little bit lower and then the, the rings won't be getting in the way of each other. Yeah. Yeah, is that clear? So, l'shal chufinu l'kroshim shibishnei sidorim ha penimiyim do it in a way that the because it seems when they would do it one next to each other if you're going to if you're going to do them down the down the length you'd have it the the, the rings would be facing each other so we say well then in which case they get you get the gaps you're going to need a bigger gap why why don't you do it such that they face each other yeah and have them one a bit higher one one a bit lower and then you could get them you know closer up or something like that. Less stable because the beam sticking out more to the sides. But you only have to do it very, very slightly. I mean, depending on how how uh, high the thing is, oh, I don't think it's going to make a major because it'll balance out. One's going a bit that way, one's going. I know it's not quite as stable, but Rashi doesn't see that as a as a reason. Because the Rashi favors his pshat because of this, right? That's uh, also he says the lotion of the Gemara is not much much so much. Um, Not sure what it is the lotion which he doesn't like. Maybe because atbe he It's nothing to do with the taboys. 
It's to do with the beams where they were placed or something like that. Okay, that's the way, that's the way Rashi explains it. Now, if you turn back, that's basically the end of that. When I say the end of that sugar, we're still going to speak about, we'll, we'll enter the machlokus about, uh, exactly how the beams were constructed. You know, was it tapered, did it not tapered? That's going to be, there'll be more about that as a session next week. Okay? But if you just turn back and take a look at Tosfus, again, I'm not sure we'll do the whole Tosfus inside. I mean, definitely not now, but just the main point is this first part. So Tosfus says, Right? Pirish Rashi. So Tosfus says that Rashi explains the Salka Daitoch that we think, that the agola was roofed. Right? That's what we think. So it's for Tema. It's a penalty. Why did he think to say that? What was the half a minute to say that it was roofed? Why? The Oid, right? The point being, by the way, because... If, if it was roofed, we didn't need to go into all the calculations of how close each beam were to each other. As exactly. Well. Exactly. The fact that the Gemara before, you know, we said... Ah, oh, but you know, you, you, have, you, have the, you have the beams on there, right? Yeah? So he said, okay, it's the gaps between, exactly, right? The Gemara said, Bidarato. So he said to that, uh, oh, but, exactly, if, if, you, if the Hummina was, that it had a thing underneath, what's... Exactly. So I mind, until now, we've taken on the wasn't. So why all of a sudden have you woken up and said, oh, but it has a thing, a thing underneath, Yeah? Now the MS is, we could have said, you know what, because until now, we were only trying to answer up in and Sidir. We could have said that, right? And now we've said, okay, well done, you answered Ben Anderson, you haven't answered Tafter. But the problem is, you can't say that in Rashi, can you? Because Rashi said, when we originally answered Kiko Amarav, you know, Bedarato, Rashi said, Kiko Amarav, Tafter, and Rishas Arabin. Right? We're answering Tafter right from the start. And even if you explain that we said right from the start, which is, why does Rashi pick on Tafteh and why not Ben Anderson? Because we said the whole Kasha is built on the Benayah, uh, on the Tafteh. Because if not for Tafteh, I would have said we're talking about when the beams are not yet on there. Who says there's any beams there? But we said the fact that it uses the lotion of Tafteh is much more that there is something, you know, you're going underneath something. So there has to be something on top. Elamai must be, there's Karoshin there. But if that's the kasha, if that's the kasha, then so why why do you assume um, why do you assume the be- beams were there? Maybe it's just the the uh, the wagons themselves had had a, had a base. What's the proof that we're talking about when the beams were on there? So you can, I suppose you'd have to catch out of it and say that. And we 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 attempted an answer. It's all part of the shaggy. It, 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 it's a problem, right? What's the half a minute to say that it had, it had a base? That's point number one. Point number two is, but even furthermore, the Bukhana's form, the enormous form, Garcino, we go is, where did these Atbe go? Agabo da Agolo, top of the Agolo. Maron has Katbe, what's the Atbe got to do with it? Whether you go with the Taboy, Shaft, or the other thing, who cares? Bahaskaft in this question, Nabalina Mame didn't need to say, Eloha Agolo Makuri, just say, right? You answer. What was the answer? Is that the, you had a set at this end, you know, two sets at this end, two sets at this end, right? That was the answer to the Gemara. So the Gemara should have just straight away said, but the wagon itself was roofed. Why do you have to recap the answer and say, so where were the beams? This end and this end. Oh, but the wagon itself is, 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 uh, is roofed. What are you trying to get at with that? Just say, but the wagon is roofed. 
So very good, you've answered the answer there, but you haven't answered the, the wagon itself. Why? And then he's got one more kasha, which is, the garcin on the elba darato, the girish at the beginning was darato, with the chol sfarim garcin on the dorot, bedoro tato. Right? In the lower row. With a figure is also nami in aloshe mashma ben ashuras kameshapirish. The kids of Tosis doesn't, even according to that Girsha, the Bedara Tata doesn't, it's not much more like Rashi, talking about the gaps between, this is going back to the original answer, where he said the gaps between the rows of beams. That's not the much more Bedara Tata. So that Loshan Bedara Tata, most are not going to that, they go to Bedara Tata, and according to their Girsha, it's also not much more the way Rashi explained it. So the kids of Tosis doesn't like this whole shot of Rashi. Okay? The key to answering Rashi, I think lies in a Rashi and Chumash and a very close examination of what Rashi actually said in the Kosal Kodaita. That bottom line. Let me just first of all quote to you the Rashi and Chumash. Rashi in Chumash says in Parashas Nosso there, Perik Dayan Posik Dalit. There it is. No, not Posik Dalit. Um, Posik Gemel. Vayoviu es Korbonam. The Nesim brought their Korbon. Lefnei Hashem. What was the Korbon? Sheish Eglos Tzov. The six wagons. Ushnei Al Sabokar and the twelve, uh, you know, oxen. Etc. So Rashi says, Sheish Eglos Tzov. What's that Russian Tzov? Ein Tzov Elomachupim. The word Tzov means covered. The Chain Tzot you find in Yeshaya was then the Batsabim Uvaparotim. What does that mean? Agolus Mechusim. It's Agolus which are covered. Kruim Tzovim. Are called Tzovim. So they ask, the Maram Shif asks it, Rashi said that, they, that the wagons were covered. The Agamara said they weren't covered. That was the, at the end. We said, but you see this. It was just a frame. Well, the Baruch, yeah? Bit of a problem, no? Now the Emma says, I thought, well, maybe Rashi doesn't mean that Mechusim word, but if you look up Rashi and Yeshaya, Rashi and Yeshaya, when he touches that posse about Sabim Uvaparodim, he says, Sabim means it's got mechitzos and an oyer. It's got a cover. What's going on? As they threaten the maram ship. Yeah? It's a big kasha. So, in a sefer called Matame Yaakov, he brings a Yerushalmi. Right? He brings a Yerushalmi, which, basically, without going into the Yerushalmi, it becomes clear but yeah, sure, it had a cover. But they only covered it after the beams were on. Right? They only covered it after the beams were on. With me so far? Why? I don't know, protect the beams, maybe from rain. Or I don't know, they did. Well, that ending, that's why I asked at the beginning, what do they do with all the, the curtains and all the ropes and everything else? Because if they also went onto the wagons it would be either between the gaps or over the top so one way or another you can end up 
Okay, but no, the, 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 the cartons didn't go with uh, the same people. And, uh, some were Gersh and some were Mumari. They took the beams and, and they took the curtains. That would go with the curtains. All the curtains are one and the beams are with another. And the pegs and the ropes. Then you'd have to look at the summer with one, the summer ropes with one, some with the other. And I'm just trying to suppose that. No, I realise, but if, it, if it was, it was might, there may have been more than just the beams. Yeah, but we we don't have a we don't have a necessity to say that because I can still say that we're talking about before you put all the rest of the stuff on. Okay. Yeah, I'll still get my tafteh. Right? This is some types of some types of wood warp in the sun. Well it, it doesn't really make a difference why. That's what they did. Yeah, yeah, that so that's what they did. Uh, it most definitely does. Well you just learned today that it does. Shish eglos sov. And sov means they were covered. They were wagons. No, in the normal like sense of the word of a wagon, it had so a cover. In the sun. I see. What's, what's, what's wrong with having a cover on there? Rashi? I don't really care what art scrolls say because we're talking about what Rashi says here and we're discussing Rashi's shitter. And therefore we've answered close this kasha straight away. Which is where do you learn from that it had a cover? The answer is the word "sof." Right? I but so so the Rishami says when they put it on, it didn't have the cover then because it would probably just get in the way and get torn. The cover, right? You put the cover on afterwards. You could right? You could open and close it. Yeah. So in which case, I know, I know we I know we've run out of time, but look at that Rashi at the bottom now closely. I'll just finish with this. Look at the middle of that line. Rashi says there. The kosal kadaitoch shehoyu asuyos kaalio melamato. Rashi never said the hamamina is that it has a it has a cover. Yeah, the hamamina is as a cover. That's not what Rashi says. The hamamina is that it had a cover. Melamato. And what's the answer, to the Gemara? No, no, no. But you say this. The Gemara is not saying there's no cover. The Gemara is saying there was no cover below. Where was the cover? It was above. Therefore, there's no steer between Rashi and that Gemara over there. As I said, that's not that part I'm adding. The Matamayaku Mat- 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 just says it's not a steer from Rashi and Chomesh because the Rishami says the cover wasn't on the whole time. But in terms of answering our Gemara, that's going to be the key. So you need a little bit more than that, but that's the start of how to answer it. Have a good job.